Welcome to the Mum Boss Podcast, hosted by me, Renee O'Neill. I'm your host, life and business coach for mums, and a mum of two myself. I'm here to help you be the present mum you're wanting to be, whilst also having a successful business, because you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You have come to the right place if you're a mum who dreams of time and financial freedom and wants to be fulfilled in life alongside motherhood. This podcast is a place where you can come to be inspired and empowered whilst also getting tangible tips, advice and strategies to help you in your life and business. So let's dive in. So today on the podcast, I'm very excited because I have a special guest for you. And this guest is somebody that I actually truly admire. Um, And it is somebody that I have connected with quite some time ago. We were actually in a a group coaching program together. Um, and I connected with her and we've stayed in touch. And I just really love what she does and the message that she shares with her clients and her audience and the people that do connect with her. So I'm very excited to have her on today and to, you know, for you guys to get to know her a little bit more. So I introduce you to Alice. Alice is a a life and success coach, and she has a passion for empowering people to reach their potential. And she is an expert in time management, productivity, and also helping people empower having a successful mindset as well. And so I just know that you are going to love her. You're going to get so much value out of what she shares. And I can't wait to introduce you to her. So without further ado, here she is. All right. So today on the podcast, I have a special guest that I am so super excited to have here with me. So I have Alice and I would love for you to introduce yourself and I guess tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here on your podcast and um, yeah, very excited to see where this conversation is going to go today. Uh, So yeah, hi everyone. My name is Alice Dartnell. Um, I specialise in time management, but not in your traditional sense. I teach it more from an energy management and mindset perspective. So as a life coach, I work with clients on a one-to-one basis. I also have my own courses and group coaching programmes. And I also go into organisations and deliver workshops and team trainings on the important topic of time management and energy management. Um, So yeah, very excited to be here today to talk to your lovely listeners. Ah, and I'm so excited because I just know that the listeners are going to get so much value out of this episode. And, you know, my my listeners, typically speaking, I guess, are are mums, but, you know, people that are really struggling with their time and um, I I guess feeling really overwhelmed and stressed and pressured. And obviously time management comes into that. But the thing that I love about what you offer is – like you mentioned, you also you also dive into energy management as well. And this is not something that I've seen a lot of people talk about. And so I'd love for you to share what actually is energy management and I guess why is it important when it comes to like our time management? Yeah, oh, my God. Okay, so first of all, 
I want to share a little bit of a backstory because this will hopefully make sense as to why I kind of went down this road. So when I was younger, unfortunately, I hit a really bad, uh, really bad decade, actually, um, of, of depression. I had a really bad eating disorder and just generally wasn't happy, like really low self-worth, low self-confidence, etc. And I slowly started to recover in my early 20s. Obviously, these things don't happen overnight, but I started to get into personal development and reading books and, and starting to love myself and all this kind of good stuff. And I suddenly realized that oh my God, I've wasted a decade of my life. And I just felt so oh, wasteful about that. And I vowed to myself, I would never waste another, another minute of a day. Like I suddenly realized how life and time was so precious. Now that was kind of a good thing because it put me on the trajectory of like loving time management. I became like super obsessed with time management and, and really geeky around it. So I became so good at planning. I was the organized one. I was the, I was the friend that organizes every, you know, social. Um, I could manage multiple workloads at work, you know, all these kind of things, traditional time management, tick, 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 tick. And then 2019, I burnt out. And I thought, something's gone wrong here because I am so good at time management. And I've burnt out. Why? And I realized it's because, yes, I was great at planning. Yes, I was great at maximizing my time. I was super productive, et cetera, et cetera. But I wasn't actually looking after my energy. Mm. And this is why I advocate that actually time management hasn't got nothing to do with time. It's got everything to do with managing you, your priorities, your tasks, and actually your energy. And when we look at our energy management as a time management technique, then things are easier. It's a lot more in flow you, you kind of can go about your day just so much not necessarily easier because I get life is hard but you it's about making stuff easier for yourself in a life that's already difficult like we've all wearing multiple hats and juggling multiple workloads and doing like complex stuff so let's try and make life a little bit easier for ourselves and actually looking at our energy and our energy management this is why I think it's so important rather than just the traditional time management because it, it, we, we are energy so I mean that on kind of like a quantum physics level of like if you show up for your day going oh god you know you're in a low vibe and you're like today's going to be one of those days well it will be that the universe is going to deliver that and you're probably going to have a bad day because you've attracted it but also your physical and mental well-being in energy in terms of that you know you are going to focus better be less distracted be more efficient and productive if you've got good energy because you've slept well and you've, you've hydrated and you've, you've eaten well. So there's kind of so many facets to it, but this is why for me, it's not about time management. Actually, it's about energy management because otherwise you could be great at time management and be like me and <laughs> still burn out. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so funny because in a sense, you and I have a similar story in that regard too, because I'm, you know, I'm this natural organizer I, I find planning and, you know, all these things so natural to me, but I too ended up in burnout as well. And it's a crazy time and it's something that's, it feels so strange to happen to somebody like you and I who are such, you know, really good time management people who are really good with our time and we're productive and like, what's happening here? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, and also, I was healthy, like, you know, once I, once I kind of started to overcome my, my eating disorder and my, my mental health issues, I, I really placed a lot of value on my health. You know, I, I went to the gym, I, I took my greens, you know, my green supplements, all those kind of things. And 
you know, people see me as someone who's really healthy. I see myself as someone who's really healthy. And I thought, hang on a minute, if I'm healthy and I'm great at time management, how did I burn out? And that's when it's like, oh my God, I wasn't looking after my energy. I wasn't replenishing my energy. Um, and, you know, I was sacrificing my energy for buying time. So for example, in the mornings, I would leave it to the very last minute to wake up and get out of bed because I thought, right, if I can get ready in 20 minutes for work, boom, that's great time management. I've saved myself loads of time. But actually, rushing just stressed me out put me on edge put me on fight or flight put me in that kind of cortisol energy adrenaline and and, and that's not a good place to be you know we're not meant to be in fight or flight all the time and when you I look back at it I'm like no wonder I burnt out because yeah yeah, I wasn't looking after my energy I wasn't replenishing it and it's hard too because I don't know if this is the same situation with you but I didn't recognize any of the signs until I was bam in burnout. And then it was like, it's similar to what you sort of said is you look back and go, well, hang on a minute. Now I can see this and now I can see that. And all of a sudden the pieces of the puzzle are coming together and oh, okay, it's actually making more sense now to me. But it's hard because when you're going down that path and that road, you don't see all those warning signals coming at you until you're already at that end of that road and you're there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I did not know the signs. And and I think it's difficult as well, because I think probably everyone is a little bit different. And yeah. now I'm really acutely aware of even the slightest little warning. I, I'm on it now, you know, whether that's a, I don't know, a little bit of a twitchy eye or I, I, this is a weird one, but I get very droppy. Like I'm clumsy anyway, but if I'm dropping stuff, I know that I'm overtired and I need to rein it in a bit. Um, and just things like that. It's like, okay, maybe tonight I need an early night. You know, maybe I should pull back a little bit. It's, it's, you've got to listen to your body. Yeah, I guess it's that self-awareness, isn't it? You know, once you become mm. a bit more in tune with your own energy and your, how you are as a person, you become yeah. a little bit more aware and you can start yeah. seeing these things. So I guess yeah. for anyone listening that's thinking, oh my gosh, could I be on this road to burn out? Like, is this me? Do you have any advice, I guess, for somebody that's feeling, I guess, overwhelmed and a little bit stressed, but they're feeling like, well, isn't this just my day-to-days and this just how life is? Have you got any, I guess, advice or tips that you can offer somebody um, so they can avoid going down that path? yeah oh my god yeah and it's so important I think to talk about this and normalize it because it is so prevalent and I think that's part of the problem is that I didn't really talk about it and I just bottled it up and had I spoken about it maybe somebody could have helped me and gone well hang on a minute that's a warning sign or or something so I think we do need to talk about this and I think it's only going to get worse as we as technology and modern life goes on and I'd say that if you're feeling overwhelmed it's a warning sign like that is your brain that is your body screaming out to you to address the problem so don't do what I did which is you know we live in this kind of man up culture and that's not me being like sexist it's we do that to women as well but we live in this kind of like you know grow some nuts man up you know just 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 carry on you know everyone's going through everyone's busy you know everyone's stressed and yes okay that may be so but that doesn't mean it's normal like no sorry just because it's normal doesn't mean it's right and busy's become a bit of a badge of honor and you'll say to someone like how's your week been busy and I'm like is that a good thing or a bad thing because busy to me can be a good thing it means you're doing exciting stuff but it busy has become a bit of a badge of honor and it's like who's the busiest who's got the biggest workload especially in corporate I found that it, it was like a real 
you know the busier you are the, the the better you are and it was like no hang on a minute that that might be a warning sign that you're taking on too much and heading for burnout and if you are feeling overwhelmed it, it's that is a warning sign that is your body your brain trying to tell you you're taking on too much and it might be for for whatever reason and I think it's really important that we have to take that moment to stop check in with ourselves and we don't do that because we're always on the go and one of the things that I've learned since my burnout is actually every single morning now when I'm doing my little morning rituals setting me up for the day I like to check in with myself and go how am I feeling today simple that's that's all I ask is how am I feeling today and what do I need and sometimes it's like, do you know what, I'm feeling really tired because of X, Y, and Z, or this drained me, or this emotional thing happened a couple of days ago, and actually I'm, I'm still feeling the after effects of that. And I think that's that's how we manage the overwhelm. We have to listen to it rather than trying to mask it. Mm. And because it's so easy just to push things aside, isn't it? And yeah. just keep soldiering on because that's how we've always done it. And we yeah. just continue to do so until something happens that really gets yeah. us to a stop, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then and it's kind of like if you don't slow down, your body will find a way to force you, whether that's burnout or colds or, or, or whatever. And I think one of the big things that I always advocate and teach with the energy management stuff is putting yourself first because you cannot pour from an empty cup. And if life is demanding stuff from you, you can only show up and serve and give if you fill yourself up first and I'm a huge huge believer of that because looking back pre-burnout I probably wasn't doing that yes I was going to the gym and having a face mask and stuff like that so probably on the surface it looked like that but I was a people pleaser and I did sacrifice my you know tiredness I was making myself overtired to go to that party do this go to that social arrangement do that favor for that friend it just was it was too much Mm. and it's hard too because if you are a naturally giving person too you want to be doing all of those things but I guess putting boundaries in place to protect ourselves too so that way we can also look after ourselves because it is so important and I I'm on this uh, you and I honestly live and breathe the same stuff it's it's so I guess this is why we've always connected um but yeah it is so important that we do take care of ourselves and this this goes for you know, in our normal life, in business, as a mum, whatever whatever hat we're wearing, the same kind of rules apply, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. And it doesn't matter what your role is, who you're serving, what you're showing up for. We all have the demands of life screaming at us. It doesn't matter what we're, where we are, what we're doing. And that's why it's so important for everybody, you know, to have a look at their, their energy management because... And, and like you say things like put yourself first and boundaries because it doesn't matter what position you're in where you are in life guarantee you, you've probably got some you know life screaming at you and demanding your attention yeah that's right and I guess in the current world we're living in at the moment too you know no one's immune to this are they it's sort of like everyone's dealing with something and you know of course yes there are people that are dealing with far more but um, how we're feeling and looking after ourselves is always something that needs to be a, a major priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I would like to talk about something else because one of the other things that I really love about what you do and what you share is you talk about living a life by design. Mm-hmm. And this is something that 
honestly makes me so excited because, um, you know, for the listeners that have been listening to my podcast for a while or know me well, they'll know that six months ago I left my, my job and I, yeah, it's so exciting, um, to pursue this full time. And I have two kids and, you know, a huge why and driver behind that decision was that I want to live my life, you know, to be my happiest and be able to do things with my family and to be able to prioritize the things that are most important to me. And I guess that's a lot of the principles around, you know, living a life by design and what you teach and talk about. It's for me, I've been able to create a life where I get to enjoy and be with my kids when they need me and when I want to be there. And I've been able to structure so much of of my life around my priorities and what's important and keeps me happy, I guess. So I'd love for you to share what does living a life by design mean and what does it actually mean to you personally as well? Oh God. Yeah. I love this. And I love that. You, you, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is why we connect so well, because I know you're all about that as well. And also congratulations, leaving the job and oh. it's, yeah, very, very exciting. So yeah, for me, life by design is about creating the life that you want not what society says not what your mum and dad said not what like the system says and I'm not here as a life coach I'm not here to tell my clients what success looks like that's mm-hmm. up to them and it's going to be different for everyone I don't have kids and I don't ever plan on having kids so my version of success in life by design is going to be so different from yours and that that's cool there is no right or wrong it's just about you live in intentionally and that's the big thing for me because so many of us aren't really living intentionally and it might look like we're happy on the outside and we might have ticked all the boxes for success in the kind of traditional society measures but are we truly being intentional and so many times we get up we go to work we do our thing we come home we have dinner we go to the gym we go to bed and we do what we're ever going the next day is that us truly being intentional? Are we truly being intentional with our time and our energy and aligning our values to our life? And what I mean by that is if I look in your diary right now, you know, do, does your diary reflect your values? Those things that we always say are important to us, friends, family, health, personal development, travel, you know, these are often things that come up for, for people. And then when they look in their diary, they go, oh my God, I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> so that's not living intentionally that's not living a life by design so it's not about perfection because you'll probably know I'm a recovering perfectionist it's not about perfection it's about just trying to create every single day in the way that you want and if anyone's listening to this and perhaps they're stuck in a nine-to-five job they don't like and they're going well it's easy for you to say unless you've got your own business but I've been in that nine-to-five job where I didn't particularly light me up didn't hate it but didn't love it and I still tried to be intentional by going, okay, well, what can I do today that is going to make me happy? And what I tried to do as well is always find three things a day that I was looking forward to. And sometimes they were really simple things like I'm going to call my friend um, on the phone on the way home from work or I'm going to try a new workout DVD or I'm I'm, I'm going to read this new book or sometimes it's like I'm eating yesterday's leftovers for lunch and I'm really excited about it like it could be really small stuff but it's just about living with intention and purpose and just filling the days up with those little things that just make it 
good a good day because I think so many of us are just a bit of a default mode and just yeah. not really kind of thinking about it so yeah that's that that's for me what life by design is and just personally for me my life by design obviously I, I'm my own business owner so I, I do own my time a little bit more in that sense but for me my life by design includes my business I'm so passionate about what I do so I love working my clients doing stuff like this uh, travel's a big one for me as well obviously with the pandemic maybe not so much the last couple <laughs> of years but travel's definitely a part of my life by design and again being intentional that's why I wanted an online business so I want to be able to travel with the business and health and well-being is like a big part of my life by design as well so what am I doing every single little day to kind of nourish myself and you know it doesn't necessarily mean going for like a 10 mile jog it's just like what am I doing to nourish my health long term um so yeah those are the kind of things for me that make my life life by design yeah and you definitely live and breathe and like you you walk the talk sort of thing you know you following you on social media you. you really you really um you know stand by what you say and you you really live that too and it's I love watching it as well and I think too like your your Everything that you do just speaks to me and what I do. And I know for listeners listening to this who, you know, might be living a life that doesn't fully align with them or there's a part of their life or an aspect of their life that they're not fully happy with that they'd love to change. Simply just hearing that these things are possible and that somebody else has been in their shoes, you know how it feels and you're able to now live this life that you now have. It's always so empowering for people as well. And that's why I love having guests like you come on because it just shows the possibilities to people and, and to know that, you know, you and I have both been in jobs that I'm a bit the same. I didn't necessarily hate my job, but I didn't really love it either. Um, and here we are now in our businesses that we actually love. Um, and so that is possible, even though, you know, had you asked me a year ago, was that possible? I would have been like, no, it's not possible for me. But, you know, <laughs> these things come do happen yeah. eventually for us. And I think it is just those small steps as well, isn't it? You know, recognising, okay, well, you know, you know, your job or what, you know, where you live, whatever it might be, isn't exactly the way I'd like it to be. But what are some steps that I can start slowly taking to get myself out of yeah. that situation or what can I do to, to enjoy it? Like you were saying in yeah. picking the three things each day, how can I enjoy the day and, and have things to look forward to, even if it is yesterday's leftovers? There's <laughs> yeah. something about leftovers, right? And I think it's really important to remember that it, it's life is work in progress. Like when I was younger, I really thought, oh God, I had a... I had that mindset of when I achieve X, then I'll be happy. And I'm sure that stemmed from having a decade of eating disorder and, and mental health issues to battle with. So I never felt truly happy. And I was always chasing the horizon. Like, you know, when I when I had that promotion, then I'll be happy. Oh, when I when I get that that extra salary, then I'll be happy. And that obviously was reflected with my my weight issues. You know, I, when I get to this certain weight, I'll be happy. So I diet, I lose weight, I get to that weight oh I'm still not happy oh maybe the maybe it's a lower number and then you know it spiraled till to kind of a really low weight and I suddenly realized I'm still not happy yeah. <laughs> what's gone wrong like I, I thought this magic number like you know when I hit seven stone I'll be happy and it was like oh it didn't happen and 
that for me, I start to question where did happiness come from and why have I, I've reached this number and I'm still not 100% happy, like what's gone wrong? And I think part of life by design is trying to create your own happiness and enjoying the journey because we are all working progresses. And I don't know if anyone, <laughs> like I put this on my stories last night, you know, last, went out the weekend and I made a bit of a tip myself and I woke up with loads of regret and I was like, oh, I thought I was better than this. And I thought, Do you know what? No, I'm not because we're all work in progress. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to do things that we like cringe at the next day or go, oh, do you really handle that situation in the best way? And that's okay. Like we're yeah. still learning. Like life is a journey. It's all like work in progress. So I don't want anyone thinking that life by design is like, perfection or yeah. oh it's all right for Alice because like she's ticking every single box like she's got this fabulous life because you'll know from you know being following me on Instagram like the last 18 months of my personal life have been horrendous um but I still feel I'm living a life by design because I'm still living true to my values and how I want my life to be created so it's not about like perfection or anything like that yeah, which I think it's really good that you've talked about that too because it can be easy to to get caught up in the, oh, okay, well, when I, you know, quit my job and, and do this thing, then I'll be happy. Or when I buy that house or when I get to, um, you know, buy the new car or go on that holiday or whatever it might be, then I'll be happy. And I think it, it is part of, I guess, your um, living a life of design is being happy in the moment and I guess what yeah. comes with that is is a gratitude as well like being able oh to God, be yes. really grateful for where you are right now and and knowing that it is a, a progress thing and you know some things do take longer than we might like them to be but that's okay and just enjoying the journey as well not yeah. re- not trying to reach this destination where you know everything will be rosy and perfect and amazing when you get to that it's it's enjoy each day and I know one thing that I do which I guess it's similar to what you were talking about before in the um having the three things to look forward to at the end of my day I reflect on my three things that I'm grateful for from my last 24 yeah. hours so it's not it's not like you're I'm grateful for my family I'm grateful for the roof over my head you know it's things from the actual past 24 hours because even on the world's crappiest day I can still yeah. find three things and yeah. um, th- that always helps me sort of you know I guess keep grounded but also see see the magical things in the day even when it's been clouded <laughs> with whatever it might have been for that day as well oh my god absolutely amen yeah I'm a big big believer in gratitude because yeah I kind of with my own journey overcoming the things that I did it, gratitude was one of those things that was a bit of a, a game changer for me because I had such a victim like oh poor me mindset and like oh woe me and actually there was so much to be grateful for still mm. and I think that's the silver lining sometimes isn't it because as you sort of touched on a little bit you know you have been through a lot in the last 18 months mm-hmm. um, and even though you've been open in sharing that on your social media and things you know it you still show up always so happy, you know, like you still show up as somebody who's still loving and enjoying your life and making the best of things. And um, yeah, I think that's really inspiring for people as well. Oh, thank you. So on that note, obviously you have had a bit of a change in the past 18 months Mm. um, and you've actually got another change coming up very, very soon. Yes. (laughs) 
There's been a lot of change in the last couple of years. Yes, yeah, there has been the, um... a lot of change. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going to be moving to Valencia. Yeah, from, from sunny London to, to Valencia. Oh, that is so exciting. I know, I know. I, I, people keep asking me, like, are you, I, you know, do, do you know people in Valencia? And I'm like, no. And they're like, can you speak the language? No. <laughs> and then there's a part of me that's like, what have I taken on? <laughs> but it's like kind of equal measures of like excitement and nerves and all mixed into one but yeah no I'm 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 very excited for my next chapter I know it's going to be challenging and change but I do also think sometimes that's that's where the beauty is it's yeah. on the other side of those challenging difficult times it'd be so much easier for me to just go oh well you know all my friends and family in London I'll just stay here for my next chapter yeah. you know once my divorce is done but I'm like no I need to do something to kind of push me and, and excite me and um yeah so Valencia here we come yeah and so is that a, a destination you've always sort of had in mind for like oh maybe one day or was it sort of more of a like a you know you were something thinking about oh, okay I might move and, and you just was like here's a good spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit of both actually so I, I suppose I'm like that very stereotypical Brit that has like the dream of living abroad in Spain um yeah. and just like probably every other Brit I grew up going to holiday in Spain every year um and just just love it and I've always loved the food and the people and just yeah just love Spain and um I can speak a tiny bit of Spanish it was when we went to Peru sort of five years ago it was enough to get me by um and I always said that I wanted to learn Spanish properly because I want to do um, all South America traveling as well. And I always said, like, one day I would live in Spain. So it was all this, it's all that kind of like one day, one day, you know, one day I'll do it. Yeah. And it just never has. Um, and we've, we've kind of like get going through my divorce and kind of just reassessing, okay, where am I at now? And I just thought, I'm not, I haven't got any ties to London anymore. Like, I love London. London is always going to be a home for me. Mm. But you know, I don't have anything physically tying me here. Not even, you know, my business is online. My clients are international. And I just thought, if I don't do something now, I never will. And I wanted to get out of London, mainly for money reasons, because now obviously I'm, I'm kind of on my own. I'm not sharing a house. And I just thought, God, you know, the living costs in London are extortionate. So I thought, mm. right, I need to get out of London. And then I thought, well, if I get out of London, I really need to go up north because that's where it's cheaper. But when I was kind of like looking around, I was like, it's not actually that much cheaper. So what's the point of uprooting myself for something, no offence to up north, but for something that's not like that amazing? Like it's like it's still England. It's the same. Yeah. And I just thought I need to do something exciting for this next chapter rather yeah. than being kind of in a position of like oh wow me you know my husband left me and I'm so sad like I need to do something for me and then one of my friends she took a sabbatical for nine months and went to Spain so she rented out a house she negotiated this sabbatical she enrolled into language school and I just thought if she can do it and she's got a job and a house what is stopping me and I remember yeah. saying to my dad on uh, but, uh father's day we've gone out for some drinks and I was like dad Sophie's doing this thing and I, I think maybe I should go to Spain and he was like yeah why not and I was like yeah why not yeah <laughs> um so it kind of yeah it's always been something on the one day like bucket mm. list like one day I'll go to Spain one day I'll learn the language and I just kind of thought you know once this divorce is done and stuff like that there is 
I, there is nothing stopping me and I, I just need to do it now otherwise you know it'll be another 20 years and I'll be going one day one day and we won't do it so I mean who knows what happens um it's quite difficult obviously being a Brit with Brexit trying to get visas and stuff so in an ideal world I'd like to stay longer than six months but I really don't know because of like visa situations and yeah. whatnot but I thought even if I only go for six months and that's it it's still going to be like an epic part of my chapter in my in my life exactly and it's something that you can look forward to as well you know yes. with, with all that you've been through it's it's something that you can look forward to it's just for you and yeah. what an adventure it's going to be like this whole new chapter of your life and you know whether it's six months whether it's longer you know whatever that might look like for you in the end it's just what a great way to like start your next chapter as well and yeah, yeah. I'm super excited for you oh thanks lovely yeah no I'm excited as well and the food well you know you can't put food so <laughs> as yeah. a foodie I'm like oh my god the food <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I'd go wherever the food is too <laughs> yeah. oh lovely well I have just loved chatting with you and I just know that the listeners are going to get so much value out of this and just just hearing from you and you know being inspired by you and, and all that you do and all that you offer and so I guess for any listeners that are listening and they're like I need to know more about about this time management energy management you know living this life by design I need to get to know Alice more and just you know find out everything where can listeners connect with you Oh, yeah, and please do, because I love, love hearing from people who, especially if they've had like, a bit of a light bulb moment, like those kind of DMs that I get from people being like, oh, my God, I heard you on something, such and such, and it, and it makes so much sense. So, yeah, definitely, definitely connect with me. So you can find me mainly hanging out on Instagram, I'm a bit of an Instagirl. So it's just my name, Alice underscore Dartnell, D-A-R-T-N-E-L-L. I do, I am on LinkedIn as well, but I've got to confess, I only go on there sort of like once a week. Instagram's like my main hangout. Um, and if anyone wants to like sign up for the newsletter, check out my blogs or see what services I offer, obviously just head to my website, which is alistartnell.com. Um, and yeah, feel free to just like get in touch, even if you just want to know a little bit more about like, what is this energy management thing? And if you go onto my uh, website as well, there's also a free training that you can download about finding balance and whilst boosting productivity, of course, without the burnout. So yeah, feel free to head to the website as well and get your free training. Ah, oh, how amazing is that? So I will put all the links in the show notes. So you can easily just go and click on there and make sure you say hi to Alice over on Instagram. Go into her DMs and say hi and let her know that you've listened yes. and connect with her there because it's funny how connections start, isn't it? You know, I actually, um, I guess, discovered you um, through Samantha Hearn's um membership program that she yes. had yeah and then obviously we connected on Instagram and we've always just kind of kept in touch and it's one of those things like I find Instagram's just such a great place to to connect with people and you know from yeah. across the other side of the world as well like it's always so nice and it's it's funny the connections that can start from a simple hey I heard you on a podcast you know and things can yeah. develop from there so yeah, I'm excited for um, our listeners to get to know you more. And um, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast today. Um, oh, know, no, thank you so much for having me. This has been amazing. I could talk to you forever. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so grateful for you and super glad you've taken the time out for yourself to tune into this episode. If you love today's episode, then don't forget to hit subscribe so you can catch the next one when it's released. 